All right. Uh, joining me is Jack Frisco. Uh, help preview this Saturday's uh, regular season finale for OSU in Kansas. Joshua, how are you? I'm okay. I think you got me sick. Last time we talked, you were sick. Now I'm sick, but it's okay because I'm just, you know, counting championship trophies, which is what I'm usually doing about this time in late February. So oh, can't, oh. can't complain too much. Counting championship. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't see your name on the roster last time I checked. So, I'll go through this real quick. Yeah, give it one more. I'm the, I'm the only 5'10 guy. Okay, okay. So I'll just check the end of the bench, and I'm sure to, on Saturday I'm sure to find you. Yes, you will see me. I'll be down there uh, getting very excited whenever somebody hits a shot. <laughs> well, I don't like that you're sick. Last time I was sick, and uh, and we won. This time you're sick. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if that bodes well for Saturday. I think there are way more things beyond my illness that don't bode terribly well for Oklahoma State at this point. But listen, I mean, I, I think you caught KU at the best time possible, uh, a game that doesn't matter. So that's, okay, so that was the first thing I wanted to ask you. you know, uh, what is going to be a bigger deal? KU has already locked up the regular season championship. So it, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, they're seeding in the Big 12 tournament. It doesn't have an impact. But does the fact nope. that it could impact their NCAA tournament seeding and the fact that they already got beat on their home court by OSU earlier in the season, which way is which way do you think the team's going to lean? I think it means a little bit that this is a chance for Oklahoma State to sweep Kansas because Bill Self just doesn't get swept ever. Uh, no. So I, I do think that we'll see, you know, KU actually playing the same seriously, uh, maybe not as aggressively as others. But uh, I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can focus in too much on the seeding effects that this game might have, because I know the committee likes to, you know, try to hold everybody accountable and everything, but if, if Bill Self just decided that Devontae Graham was only going to play 20 minutes in this game and Ido Kazabuki was only going to play 15, I, I would kind of at that point dare the NCAA to, or the, I guess the committee, to knock Kansas down uh, a line or two, so... I'm I'm not terribly worried about it. I don't think KU's terribly worried about it either. But I also still expect Devontae Graham to somehow play 40 minutes. Right, of course, because he always does. I mean, I'm wondering how much, does. you know, the way that the, that the committee has now changed their view of how they're seeding teams now that they're going by the quadrants over than just mm-hmm. uh, top 15 mm-hmm. guy wins. If that affects, you know, the games like this, if it if they don't have as big of an impact as they would have in past years. Um, on seeding mm-hmm. come election come Sunday. You cut out there for just a second. What was the very oh, end of that? Sorry. So I, I'm curious if if, if, the, if games like this one on Saturday, whereas before, you know, everyone was talking about, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want to lose games in the year, they're going to dock you for Right, right, right. Um, if, if, that is not, if that doesn't matter as much as it has in the past because of the way they've been doing, you know, quadrants, one, two, three, four, as opposed to just RPI wins and losses. I think that's fair. I would like to see that be the case. It seems like it's probably leaning in that direction. For me personally, I'd be fine if this was more of the the NFL mindset where if you've locked everything up by week 16 and you rest your start, there's no harm there. Uh, because I don't I don't think it makes any sense to penalize a team. And I promise you, I would say this for any team, not just Kansas. Uh, I don't think it makes sense to penalize a team for getting everything locked up too soon. Uh, or frankly, with the timing of your losses, if it's something like this where you're just saying, hey, it's more important to our long-term success to get a, to get 15 minutes off of Devontae Graham's legs right now. 
Um, now, I, I do think the NCAA doesn't want that to happen, where, where teams can start sort of milling in games late in the season, and then how do you deal with that win for Oklahoma State? Where does that play in? Ideally, I think the committee would like for every game to matter, like it always has, but I wouldn't be upset if that shifted a little bit in that direction. Well, I mean, in the case of it mattering, for OSU, this game is, is enormous. Forget the possibility sure. to sweep um, Kansas. Forget the fact that you're beating Kansas at home. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. we've talked all season about the eight-win mark being the, the, the peak you have, the, the low point of what you have to reach to even be considered an NCAA tournament team. OSU is sitting at 7-10. and 10. Um, This win would be another huge win for them. Get them to the eight-win mark and, and maybe get, maybe at least get them closer to the conversation of being in as opposed to out. So, I mean, if it's a worry yeah. about competitive, OSU, I mean, at least is going to be a play a competitive game on Saturday. For sure. So uh, that I guess that's my other question. Do you think Kansas will kind of will really go all in on this game, or do you think they might kind of play it safe? I don't want to say mail it in. I don't think that's the right word for it. Mm-hmm. But kind of play safe and and not worry as much about whether they win or lose. Okay, so here's the thing that I think is most interesting, and it's not. Sorry, it's not an actual answer. It's kind of a. It's kind of a theory. But I think that I think that KU can only nail it in so far realistically, because how far down the bench do you get before you're being a princess? Like you, you can't give a lot to uh, guys seven and eight because you're giving minutes to to guys who don't ever see the floor. If Silvio De Sosa gets 30 minutes of of gameplay this weekend, uh, that is an absolute uh, just stamp on the letter. All the way through. You've got seven guys that you can give actual minutes to, and maybe you get a little more Marcus Garrett and a little more Mitch Lightfoot and a little more Silvio DeSosa than you usually get. But I don't think Kansas can nail this game in the whole way because it's not like they can just play their second team. There is no second team. There are the starters, two or three guys that might rotate through here and there, and then guys who never see the floor. So I don't, I don't think Kansas can nail this game in the whole way. Uh, think that if they're going to try to pull the reins back a little bit, it's it's not going to look like an absolute uh, – it's not going to look absolutely mailing it in, I guess. Uh, so, obviously, Kansas has been playing well down the stretch. Uh, mm-hmm. Got themselves another uh, Big 12 title. Mm-hmm. If there is one thing that KU fans are concerned, could be concerned about on Saturday and could be concerned about heading into Kansas City and for the NCAA tournament, um, what would that be? Opposing size still, because opposing size is going to be the best chance to get you look at as a bookie in the foul trouble. Uh, we talked about this last time, and I think it still holds true. The two most irreplaceable guys on this team are Devontae Graham and Yoke Azubuki. Uh, Devontae Graham, as we've touched on, has a way of never leaving a game. Yoke Azubuki uh, is not blessed with that same gift. If Azubuki <laughs> ends up in foul trouble, then everything has a chance to come crumbling down. We saw some good minutes from DeSosa against uh, Oklahoma. And we've seen some good stuff from Mitch Whitefoot here and there. Um, but that's the thing that you still have to be afraid of, is if you if you get some really aggressive big men to really challenge Azubuki, that's his best chance to stumble. Although he was great uh, against Kanate, against West Virginia. He, he has risen to the challenge. It's not a vote of, of unconfidence in Azubuki by any means. He does get into some trouble. There's no way to claw your way back out. So I, I do want to ask you one non-OSU-related question. Um, uh-huh. And I'll take your honest opinion. Do you believe this year that Kansas won the Big 12 title? 
or do you believe that Texas Tech lost the Big 12 title? Because I'll say this for Tech. They were looking like they were locked to, to break the streak until Keenan mm-hmm. Evans' injury. And since then, the team has not been able to – they haven't won a game and have not looked the same. So are we giving the credit to Kansas, or are we kind of saying Kansas won it, but Texas Tech lost it? Well, first, the first thing you said is that they looked like a lock uh, before Evans got hurt. I think that's funny because I've never considered anybody against Kansas a lock. Uh, I always it's, – it's just sort of like, oh, man, James Bond is underneath that huge pile of rubble. He's got to be dead. He'll never come back out. Oh, he came back out. What a stunner. Uh, I, I, I can never – I can never really be surprised by that. Um, but I think I think you can say a little bit of both, but mostly crediting the win to Kansas, because that's the thing about this about this Big 12 conference battle every year. It's always a war of attrition. So you could say, oh, well, you know, Kansas would have won this league by five games, but Billy Preston never played. So, so you find things like this throughout the conference for the last decade and, and, and then some, decade and change, that's the thing that I think makes the streak so impressive and makes this year as impressive as any of those uh, years of the past because something always happens to everyone. There's always there's always something uh, where, oh, this contender has a chance. Oh, they drop off. Or, man, if this team can just win an Allen Fieldhouse, oh, they didn't. So that just sort of becomes the, the, the timeline that always gets followed. So uh, Texas Tech was a very interesting competitor, but I think you have to credit Kansas with the win because they always find the way to not let that thing take them down, whatever that thing ends up being. You know, I think, I think <clears throat> something has to be said. Uh, the, uh, you know, there's something about having been in that situation before, and Kansas has been yes. in that situation enough times where it seems like someone's going to finally challenge them and, and, and take them down, and they find a way to come back. I think a lot of that uh, credit to go to Bill Smith, but also just, you know, you, yes. you've been there enough times, even when you're, you know, going through players, players are leaving, new guys are coming in, old guys are gone. There, there's something about having been there, even as a program before, that, that Texas Tech was in, you know, uncharted territory and Kansas was on yep. you know, common ground that, that I think kind of speaks to, to again, them, them winning another Big 12 regular season title. Yeah, and that's also, so like, very quick, background. I didn't go to Kansas. I wasn't like raised a Kansas fan or anything. I started covering Kansas uh, in earnest really probably four years ago, something like that. And that's one thing where I always I always kind of had an eyebrow raised for the mysticism of Bill Self and Allen Fieldhouse and everything. But as I've actually like been paying attention in a way that, you know, I'm I'm seeing everything that's happening and I'm there covering games and stuff, it it checks out like it does, it does end up eventually coming into play. Against West Virginia, you get this random, crazy Allen Fieldhouse game, and you have Bill Self at the helm who always knows the next three things to do, and he just always makes it happen. I, I would not, for one second, disparage another fan base, someone outside of this, who would go, like, come on, what is this? Like, you guys are, you're, I mean, you're making voodoo dolls at this point. And what, Bill Self is not actually a genie. Uh, and, and I would, I would not disparage anyone else for a second for challenging all that, but it keeps checking out. And so I, I, to some extent, at least I've bought into that. Uh, I don't know how much you've actually been able to, uh, watch Oklahoma State this season, um, uh, outside of maybe the Kansas game. Um, but if there's one guy, I, I, I say that saying, I'm going to ask you about Oklahoma State players. So I'm, I'm not sure, sure. how much you've been able to see them before we get to that. Um, if there is 
one guy, either based off reputation alone or from what you have seen, that you think can give Kansas some, some trouble this Saturday? Um, who do you think that is? Well, in general, uh, the the again the path for other teams handling KU has been size, and if you can if you can find not just the the best the best size on your team, but the uh, the consistency down the the roster a little bit, that's where I'd end up looking, uh, and that's where if I was in Bill Self's shoes and actually trying to win this game, that's that's where I would be. Uh, raising my eyebrow the most. So not just the, the top of the roster, but the whole way through. If you can get Azubuki in foul trouble, whatever whatever uh, mastermind plan you may have to do that, that's, it's more about that result than any individual player. Because I've seen a lot of individual players try to do something against Kansas. I was worried about Trey Young, and then Kansas beat them by 30. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that there are individual players in the, in the conference, maybe in all of basketball, that can beat Kansas. But if you, if you attack them the right way, you can, you can give yourself the best possible chances. Uh, two did I cover my Oklahoma State ignorance okay there? Did that, did that, yeah, no, did that, that, that uh, slide up through the radar? That was good. <laughs> You successfully did not name a single player, but still somehow answered Not one. Questions, so. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> that is, I'm giving myself a, a big old pat on my back for that. Um, you got a prediction for Saturday? Yeah, I, I think Kansas wins because, like I said, I, I don't think there's a way to kind of, uh, this is this is just a, a website, right? I can kind of say ask. They have, I don't think you can they can really half-ass it. Um, and if I've said an unspeakable word, I, I apologize deeply. You can oh, bleep me. Or, I don't. I don't think they can. I don't think they can go halfway into the pool on uh, on sort of giving giving that half effort. So I think Kansas wins in a close one. Um, but if 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 Bill Self at all telegraphs they're not taking this game, uh, you know even. 80% seriously, then Oklahoma State should win this game. But I think they're, I think they're going to go ahead and give uh, enough of an effort to put this game away. But I also definitely thought Oklahoma State was going to lose at Allen Fieldhouse. So I'm currently 0 for 1 talking to me. Yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up um, as big of a game as this is. Uh, I think the only thing more uh, – to one extent, I don't want to lose and the NCAA tournament talk be done then win mm-hmm. and still get blessed out and feel like, well, we, we, we tried. I say we, right. like I'm sitting on the bench. They said, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't see you on the bench. Have we not done this already? This a bit? No, I'm sorry. I was in the, I, I was <laughs> in the locker room. Um, oh, days. sure. Okay. Uh, good point. Yeah. Good, yeah, good point. Really, really rough, really rough year. Um, yeah. Uh, Injury plagued. Man, I want to, I want to, I want to just put on my orange glasses and say we're going to win. I, it, if we do, I, I think you're right. I think I think I think Azubuki's going to have to get into, into foul trouble, and Mitchell Solomon's mm. going to have to stay out of foul trouble somehow. Uh, if our bigs can somehow can make it uh, at least the first half without any real issues um, and can stay on the court, um, it'll be a good. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, if if not. If we if we hit shots, great. If we go through yep. ten minute long scoring droughts, which we avoided in Lawrence. Yes. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a long Saturday. So it, uh, and it's interesting. Go ahead. Well there've been there have been there have just been times recently where like hitting shots didn't matter. West Virginia was hitting shots 
and then they just ended up, you know, going into a ditch in the last eight minutes or whatever. So that's one thing that I think anybody should be afraid of right now. Kansas, not only have they been winning, they've been winning in different ways, and right now they're winning with everybody firing on all cylinders at the same time for the first time all season. So that I, I would be, I would be fearful. But I hope, I hope Oklahoma State. Uh, if Oklahoma State wins this game, I hope that they, uh, I hope you guys, I'll say you, I hope you guys, uh, have an interesting, uh, Big 12 tournament because I'd like to see as many Big 12 teams make the tournament as possible. Oh, if we could get nine teams in, you know how funny that would be. It would be hey, amazing. No, the best thing in the world, and I'm, I'm gonna be an OSU fan for a minute, is if OSU somehow sure. gets in and OU doesn't. Yes, that is also on the table, 100%. <laughs> yes, that would be brutal. I just need I need OSU to win Sunday or Saturday. Um, OU to somehow lose to Iowa State. The two to face off in the baseball mm-hmm. tournament in the first round. OSU to win, and then OU is to go to the NIT. OSU to be you know a ten seed to lose in the first round, but I don't care. Better there than right. But they made it. The hell, that's all that matters. Oh, I'm right. I'm rooting I'm rooting for that timeline for you. <laughs> well, uh, I look forward to starting on Saturday. Uh, feel better. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> hope that I don't get sick do again. Best. If I do, I will blame you. That's that's fair, 100. percent As, as we've discussed before, I do believe illness travels through the phone. I think that's scientifically proven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Like just like. And if you get sick after this. Yeah. If you get sick after this conversation, that's like double science. Like you were 100. percent Yes, you could absolutely take that. Uh, to any scientist on the planet, and they go, "Oh wow, okay, yeah, so sicknesses can travel through the phone." I had no idea. I'm like, "Yep, we proved it twice." Hey, hey, if the Earth is flat, then then sickness can travel. <laughs> so, Amen. Hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> uh, Joshua, thanks again for uh, for joining me today and uh, helping bring it again. And enjoy it on Saturday. Absolutely, anytime. And yeah, uh, enjoy the game. Hopefully, not too much like you did last time. Uh, I'm hoping for for repeat performance. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Anytime.